In Barton v. King, 2023, ARC App 380, the Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed a disposition and rejected a claim of undue influence. The appellate court concluded there was sufficient evidence of capacity on direct appeal and on cross-appeal agreed there was no error in removing the trustee arising out of his violation of statutory duties of failing to provide trust documents and perform an accounting. Judge Klappenbach explained. Direct Appeal, quote, While opinions differed on the true nature of the relationship between Lois and King, the circuit court was impressed by the many years that King acted like a son for Lois and did many things for her to help her in her elder years. The circuit court was impressed by the bank employees, old friends, and even one of the beneficiaries who confirmed that Lois was in charge of herself and that they were not suspicious of King. Indeed, one niece confirmed that no one bossed my aunt around. The circuit court made clear that Lois was not fearful, but was instead fiercely independent and that the other family members were supportive of King taking over her financial affairs, at least while she was alive. Having reviewed the record before us de novo and giving due regard to the credibility assessments by the circuit court, we cannot say that the circuit court clearly erred in deciding that King successfully rebutted the accusation of undue influence. Moreover, the circuit court was convinced that Lois possessed the capacity to execute the April 2018 trust. This decision rested on the circuit court's analysis of the testimony before it. Old age and feeble health are circumstances bearing on the question of mental capacity. Bennett v. Ballow, 2022, ARC App 311. Nevertheless, the mere fact that an aged person's memory is failing, that his judgment is vacillating, that he is becoming eccentric, or that his mind is not as active as it once was, do not invalidate an instrument if it was fairly made and he was free from undue influence. Ultimately, each case presenting a question of a party's mental capacity is to be decided on its own particular facts and circumstances. End of quote. The opinion noted the record supported the trial court. Quote, in this case, protective services intervened in early 2018 to determine whether Lois was able to live alone safely and that ability was confirmed. Bank employees confirmed that Lois was able to, and did, make her own decisions. She was described as a very smart, very intelligent lady, and very strong-willed. King took Lois to see her attorney, David Herod, but ultimately did not act on Herod's advice, who noted that Lois mistakenly believed that she owned real property related to a cemetery plot. King believed that creating the trust was not difficult and was a much more streamlined and inexpensive way for Lois to distribute her assets. The requisite level of mental capacity to, to create a trust is defined as having sufficient mental capacity to retain in his memory, without promptings, the extent and condition of his property and to comprehend how he is disposing of it and to whom. The circuit court acknowledged that there was some proof that Lois suffered from some health issues in her later two years that affected her mental acuity, but there was no medical evidence to support that in April 2018, Lois lacked mental capacity to make her own decisions. When the issue is mental capacity, it is the time of execution that is key. By all accounts, Lois was educated, intelligent, held multiple degrees, and was very proud of her intellect. 
Bank employees confirmed that Lois knew what she owned and what she was doing. The notary verified Lois's signature with no qualms. The cousin who was so concerned about Lois's ability to live alone had her con- concerns discounted by a state investigation. Herod reiterated his belief that, generally speaking, Lois knew what she was doing. End of quote. Cross Appeal The Court of Appeals found no error in removing a trustee. Quote, In this case, King did not provide any of the trust beneficiaries any information about Lois's trust until mid-July 2018. It was not until then that some but not all the beneficiaries learned, via text, of the trust's creation, its assets being bank accounts and real properties, and King's intent to complete an appraisal for which he would be reimbursed. It was not until after the beneficiaries filed their complaint against King in the fall of 2019 that the trust documents were finally revealed. For whatever reason, King resisted revealing the trust documents, and King did not perform an accounting until required to do so by the circuit court. This was deemed a serious breach of the fiduciary duties placed on a trustee, particularly the failure to promptly furnish a copy of the trust on request. The circuit court found that beneficiaries are entitled to assess their rights or reach informed decisions but cannot do so without the trustee abiding by his statutory duty to promptly provide relevant trust documents to those beneficiaries on request. The circuit court found that King, in fact, ignored his statutory duties in that regard. We hold that the circuit court did not clearly err in finding that this was a serious breach that warranted King's removal as trustee. Having reviewed this appeal under the proper appellate standards, we are not left with a definite and firm conviction that the circuit court made a mistake, so we affirm both of the direct appeal and the cross appeal. End of quote. End of decision.